This is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. And whatever else interests us. Be sure to like AM Reviews on Facebook and check out our YouTube channel at AM Reviews. And follow us on Instagram at Mo's underscore TV16. And at just underscore Adrian underscore underscore. Which will be linked in our podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian. Today we're here to review the Amazon Prime film Black Box. And I thought I had the cast. Right. I'm uh, also like typing it up as I as you're talking. Like, why don't I find this before we start? <laughs> yeah. Um so we have the great Felicia Rashad. Um I don't even know how to say the main character's name, his real name, but his name is Nolan Wright in the film. I would guess Mamadou. Mamadou. Okay. Yeah. That's what I would guess. Okay. We'll we'll go with that. And his friend still, I struggle with that one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's a doctor. Um, (laughs) He plays Gary. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And we have a few other characters, but those are the main ones. So we have this guy named Nolan. He has amnesia. He was in a car wreck. His uh, his his wife died in the car wreck, um, but his daughter wasn't involved in it at all. Um, she's helping him try to remember everything, and he also has a friend that's trying to help him also. And he's a doctor. As we go along and try to figure out who he is, we have this other doctor, Felicia Rashad, who specializes in uh, rehab or being a, a, yeah, a some type of trauma surgeon. Science. Yeah. Yeah. Um neurological science doctor and she does EEGs where you do a sleep study and she helps him to recover his memories. But you know, there's a twist in there and you know, there's always gotta be something that goes wrong in the in the film. But what did you get from <laughs> yeah, but what did you get from Black Box? Yeah, I enjoyed it. It kind of felt like Get Out without the racism, which was interesting. Um, the very similar plot points throughout to like even scenes that we'll talk about later, I thought were like exactly like the film. Um, but it was good. I think Police Rashad was a pretty convincing um, character in this. Um, definitely the scientist motivated by sad passions. Um and it felt more like anything else, like a Black Mirror episode. It really didn't feel like a movie. Um, oh, yeah. It was pretty sh- short to the end, some maybe fiction, maybe not possible things. Um, but it definitely felt like I was watching Black Mirror and not Black Box. Yeah, I would agree. This is definitely like uh, one of the episodes of Black Mirror. Kind of like, uh, I mean, there's a lot of different ones, but there's one where this guy, he goes into this video game and starts mm-hmm. seeing stuff. I can't remember the name of that episode of Black Mirror, but it kind of reminds me of that. Um, I thought this was a pretty good one. Um, it's kind of qualified as a horror sci-fi film. I would say more on the sci-fi side, not much of horror. I mean, there's not many people that would be scared in this movie, and it does take a lot of elements from um, Get Out, 
But mm-hmm. I think I actually think it's made by the same company, Blumhouse. Oh, did they did they do that one as well? I forgot. You you meant Get Out or Black Box? Or I I was saying I just forgot which ones um Blumhouse did. I know they did, you know, Black Box. Um but looking at the other films, they kind of have like a scary genre going on. They did Us. The Purge films, Truth or Dare, which is okay. Um, Fantasy Island, I haven't seen that one. The ter- the commercials are terrifying. Um, but yeah, Ma, they did that one. The Invisible Man. Yeah, they kind of on the road. Yeah, they they split. Glass, Get Out. Yeah, I didn't realize they were all the same. Uh, Insidious, Happy Death Day, very big range. You know, um, from what I would consider really C-list movies, pretty A-list ones too. So, wide range here. Yeah, uh, I guess we can go into some spoilers. So, um, Felicia Rashad, she is trying to help Nolan regain his memories. Um, so she puts him in this machine she calls the black box, where you're supposed to place him back into his. Uh, subconscious where it's a setting where exactly how he remembered it. But some of the things that he gets back that he gets put back into is not really familiar with him. And he can't see, well, he can't recognize any of the faces that he's in well, in the setting that he's in. And there's also this creepy thing walking like a spider, but it's human sized and, you know, he's afraid and Every time it comes out, you know, he jumps back into reality. But Felicia Rashad is saying, you know, this is really good. We're making a lot of progress. Nobody else has ever gotten this far. So let's keep going back in. Um, and this is where, you know, getting into the black box, I think that's where you can see the similarities between Get Out and Black Box because they have the yes. sunken place in Get Out. And then in Black Box, you see the exact same type of place because <laughs> it's all darkness um he's not right. exactly falling but he's surrounded by darkness um right. and then so he's put he's, into he's some conscious yes and then he's put into some type of uh safe room where she can control him getting in and out of the black box and he uses a watch to transport himself into some of his memories but he goes in and out of um the sleep study while also talking to his daughter, which is Ava, and his friend, um, what's his name? Gary. Gary. Yeah, he's also a doctor, too. I'm not sure what type, but he's always around. Um, mm-hmm. And they see that he's presenting behaviors that are really unfamiliar. You know, he's more aggressive because he hit the wall. And Gary, he's like, well, that's not like you. You know, you're kind of a pushover. You you don't like boxing or anything or like you. You're just not a fighter. And then right. his, his daughter is like, you know, you're why, why do you have a cigarette? You're not a smoker. Um, so there's a lot of unfamiliar things that happen with him. And he's trying to regain his memory. But we soon find out that Felicia Rashad is trying to insert her deceased son his his consciousness inside of nolan 
And I don't know why I can't find the name of the son, but what? what yeah, is I guess he's kind of a. I guess his screen time isn't that much, so that's why he's not listed immediately. Um, not even on just, IMDb. You know, the backwards man is so. <laughs> um, so when talking about it's it's hypnosis paired with this EEG machine and the hypnosis part is where it gets into the fiction. Um, and essentially, you know, he's transported to his subconscious and he sees um, him himself, he thinks, or I think. Um, but it's a, it's a, const- a contortionist version of himself that's, that's really cracking and breaking, slowly trying to get closer to him. Um, and he keeps having ruined dreams about this thing attacking him. And it's. It's closer and closer in these black box sessions um, to come at him, and eventually he fights it, you know. Um, but as it gets closer and as he enters the black box and, and sees more of his memories, he starts to realize, you know, he starts having memories that don't quite align up with his actual memories um, or events that are told by Gary and her, his daughter Ava um, when describing things. He doesn't remember them that way. The wedding, for example, he saw in a church in his in the black box but his wedding photos were outside um so that raised some questions there and eventually find out this um backwards man is actually him um and i would assume my guess was the reason that he was kind of contorted and broken up when he was walking towards him is because of the car accident and the way that his his subconscious was damaged I think that's why that was the case. Um, yeah. But there's a, there's this epiphany that happens, and Nolan realizes inside his subconscious that he is not Nolan, um, and that he is instead the son of um, of the doctor, um, of Felicia Rashad's character, and you can see him in the in the reflection in his subconscious, and he's talking out loud through Nolan's body, and then he wakes up, and we get the exposition from the evil person about what she's done. Um, and what they're going to do so he can get his life back. Yeah. Um, I can, he was more logical about it, you know, because he's like, am I going to live the life of this guy now? Right. But Felicia, Felicia Rashad was like, no, this is a second chance for you to get your family back because, uh, the reason that his name is Thomas Felicia Rashad's son, the reason why he dies is because he's very abusive to his family, his uh, wife and daughter, but she accidentally pushes him down the stairs and, you know, he ends up dying. Um, but Felicia Rashad, she wants to give him a second chance to get them back. And I mean, he, he can't live like that whenever he has a previous family that right. recognizes him. <laughs> so I don't know what her thought process was, but, you know, he tries to go and um, uh, work things out with his wife, Thomas. But inside the body of Nolan, um, trying to uh, tell her about, you know, past things that they went through. But the wife, she does not want him back. She's like, I can't do this right now. And he's like, what do you mean? You can't do this right now. And he goes to see the daughter. um, But she tries to stop him. He sees her for like a quick second, (laughs) but she knocks him upside the head. I'm not sure how he got out of there. Like, how did he wake up? Because the next scene that we see is him in front of Ava, Nolan's daughter. Um, so I would have liked to have seen that, but I, I guess it wasn't exactly necessary. Yeah, it wasn't, I guess, exactly necessary. I think it was very convenient for the um, 
the team to just kind of skip that travel of how he got there. Just he blacked out, uh, doesn't know. Went back to the safest place his mind remembered. Um, so that was a, a a cheap way to fix that um, issue. But yeah. I mean, it was a really interesting story. You find out when he goes back to see, like you said, he goes to like, see his family um, of the person who had died, um, and the wife has moved on. She doesn't. That memory was terrible for her because he was so abusive. Um, and that sense is why he was being aggressive towards Ava um, before he knew who he really was. Um, but it was it's it's an interesting scenario. This idea of wanting to start over and it speaks to, I guess it's your nature as a person um, and you're not able to escape your past. Um, like the only demons you have to be scared of are those of your own creation, maybe. Um, so it was an interesting twist that made it. I don't know. I was it was it was interesting watching and wondering what was going to happen because um, I don't I don't I don't think I've ever seen a movie where or a story quite like that. Yeah, it was a pretty interesting twist. Um, I think the reason why he went back to Ava, Nolan's daughter, was because she wrote something on his hand, said, don't forget me. And I guess the real Nolan woke. Well, he kind of controlled him, his his own body to go back to his daughter. Um, yeah. But uh, Thomas, the one who's Felicia Rashad's son and is mostly in control of Nolan's body. Um, it seems like he has a dark past. They also refer to Felicia Rashad's husband or at one point, I think he died or something. Um, she said that you don't want to end up like your father. So, I mean, we can mm-hmm. guess a good bit, but I think he was probably abusive, too. And that's why he's no longer in the picture. Yes, that was what I was inferring as well, that he was not dad of the year. Um, a little, little too much um, Bill Cosby, not enough Cliff Huxtable. And um, that, that <laughs> I had to work one in there. Um, but that's how, <laughs> why they're no longer together or he is dead. I don't know. Um, but it's, it's sad because he's realizing he had an actual problem and he's, he's not okay. Right, hurt people, hurt people, and um, this abusive nature—he was gonna mess it up again, like she was saying. Um, yeah, she gave but me let's a little go bit back. of. If you remember, yeah, go ahead. Let's go back to the scene where they show him the act of him dying. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not supposed to be funny, but <laughs> like the the mother or uh, Thomas's wife. You know, she's afraid of him. And um, I don't, I'm not sure of the reason why he was, you know, being very abusive at that point. But she's like, you know, get away. And the daughter, she's like, no, stop it. Stop it, daddy. And he just kicks her. I mean, they don't show him kicking her. Yeah. But it's like they push him down the stairwell and he ends up dying with a twisted leg from like family guy. But that, <laughs> that scene is not supposed exactly. to be Exactly. Exactly. But it, it reminded me of that. Uh, but you can go ahead and continue what, with what you were saying. Yeah, no, um, that was it. I mean, that was. I mean, he did kick her hard. Um, extremely yeah, aggressive. Yes. Um, and I was saying, you know, when she was talking about, you know, you're gonna mess things up like your father. Um, she gave me, if you remember the movie, um, I think it's. Is it the? It's not. It's one of. Oh, Good Deeds. Tyler Perry's Good Deeds, um, I seen that. where 
it's it's a Tyler Perry film. Tyler Perry is not Medea, so it's one of his better films. Um, and Felicia Rashad plays his mother. Um, and I forget what most of the story is about. He ends up leaving his wife for like cleaning lady, um, Zoe Zadana, um, who's in it. So you know what? It's a pretty good movie. You know what? I think I did see this. I I think I saw it on like Spectrum on Demand or something. I just kind of forgot about it. Yeah, it's pretty old now, yeah. But in that scene, she reminded me of the mother she played there. Um, The one who's like disappointed in her child. Very controlling. Okay. She also reminded me of the character she played in Empire. You know, pretty controlling. Um, Right. Had that. I mean, she's kind of playing villains a lot lately. I mean, even in her last Tyler Perry movie. A Fall from Grace. Yeah. With the sun. With the sun. <laughs> the same thing. And it's her thing now, which I don't mind at all. I think it's I think it's good for her to find this new genre that she does well. Um being the person who's sinister, who no one suspects. Um, the controlling one from behind the scenes. I think it's a really good niche for her. Yeah, it really is. You know, it's always she's trying to manipulate a situation to the betterment of her son. Empire, Fall from Grace, and now Black Box. And there's probably other ones. Um, but yeah, she's doing very well in that role. Um, trying to think. I mean, this one is a pretty short movie. It's only an hour and 40. And that's with the credits. So, I mean, it goes by pretty quickly. It's not really a big cast. Um, no, it definitely speeds up once you find out who the whole plan about the black box. Um, it definitely speeds up a lot. Yes, and I think it would be pretty interesting to have one of those jobs, one of those sleep study jobs. I actually did apply to one at one point and almost oh. got through. But, um, you know, as an EEG technician, all you do is just um, monitor people sleeping and see how they well, really just see what they do. Um, But I never actually got to do the job. But (laughs) it looked like it would have been fun. I mean, the way, the thing that he uses that I didn't see whenever I was trying to go for that job was the whole thing that they put on his head, that plastic brain-looking thing, and then the VR, the ocular VR thing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't think they use that in real life, but I could be wrong. The VR thing, you're right. That seemed to be the made-up thing in this whole scenario. Um, but the EEG was pretty pretty straightforward, and they use it as you would in the real world. She couldn't see the images uh, that were going on in his head, which is pretty true. I don't know if you could be unconscious and then listen to someone and talk. That hypnosis part again that she's doing at the same time is where it gets kind of questionable. Yeah, I highly doubt that that happens in real life. You know, I mean, people do talk in their sleep, but un- they they don't know what they're saying. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, this one, I think it's a good one. Um, I think this might be the first Amazon Prime movie that we've done. Um, We've done the series. We've done the boys. Um, I... Don't think we've done another Amazon movie. You're right. Yeah, um, it's a you know it's a it's a pretty good one. 
How would you say the quality of the cameras are, like cinematography? I think they're pretty good. I think at some points they might have been a little shaky um, and not not as polished as some of the other uh, more high-end budget films we've reviewed um, are. But it was decent. It, again, it felt like a more like a TV show. It didn't feel like cinema. It didn't feel like a movie. Um, okay. And I, and I don't know if that's because it was on Amazon Prime on TV, but I've seen other things. I mean, like Mulan, for example, on Disney Plus was de- it was very nice, very very well filmed. Um, but this one, it, it didn't feel the same up to par with that. Okay, so it wasn't like an Apple TV Plus like that type of right. filming. Okay. No, not it wasn't. No. Okay, I don't think they put a whole bunch of money into this because even just looking at the boys, they have a very high quality of cameras. Yeah, I think here they just paid Felicia Rashad. I think that's where the budget went. <laughs> uh, well, paid her to play her um, somebody's mother. That's controlling. But, you know, I'm, I'm good with that. Um, but any other thoughts about Black Box before we wrap it up with a rating? No. Um, if anything, I think Octavius, Octavia Spencer could have also played in this. I mean, a pretty good job. Um, maybe if she's at the front desk person, that would have been like a fun thing. <laughs> she could add to the creepiness. Um, but no, other than that, I think it was it was a really good film. It was fun to watch. Um, I was hooked. I, I will say the twist, whenever you find out it's her son's consciousness, that really brought me back in. I was like, what is going on? It's all connecting all the dots, what is happening. Because you go on this thing where he thinks he cheated on his wife because he has memories of someone else. Um, Mm -hmm. And then he realizes that, nope, they're not my memories. Um, Or he realizes they are his memories, but not this person. Um, So it it was an interesting twist. It was good. Oh, yeah, the interesting twist, I I think that's really good. Um, If you actually go back and look, there's a lot of clues that point towards him not actually being himself. Um, you know, him looking in the mirror, kind of looking confused. Um, but I mean, that can play into amnesia. But well, yeah, that him smoking, he didn't smoke before. Mm-hmm. And some, for some reason, he had the urge to smoke. This is very psychological, the need to smoke. Um, his outburst, like you said earlier, he wouldn't. I don't know if you noticed this. He never slept in the bed. He slept in the couch the entire time. And. At the end of the movie, he finally sleeps in the actual bedroom once he's back to who he is supposed to be. Um, and I think it's because his subconscious never felt at home um, in this place when he thought he didn't know who he was and then found out he's someone else. He didn't. He never felt connected or um, felt like that was his place. So he slept on the couch, a more temporary position. Um, so I thought that was pretty intentional. Um, also, the little girl's hair. Um, he's braiding at the beginning of the film, and and she says, sadly, you used to braid tighter than that. And he says, she says, he says, I'm sorry, I forgot. And at the end of the film, he goes, Oh my gosh, your hair! Um, and he goes and he braids it, and it's tight and it's perfect, um, because it wasn't him. He didn't have those skills. Um, he tried to get his old job back, and the editor said, Your film work, your pictures just aren't like they used to be, because it was someone else in his head. You're not the Spider-Man of old. The Peter Parker of old. <laughs> exactly. I mean, she's like, where, where is Spider-Man? I want pictures of Spider-Man. That's what I'm paying you for. Get them now. 
<laughs> yeah. And um, just to go back to the other point about sleeping on the couch rather than the bed, you could also think of it as uh, Thomas, the abusive husband, you know, the wife putting him on the couch. Oh, <laughs> right. That's yeah, so he, <laughs> I, I think it could be both. <laughs> he probably that counts a lot. Yeah, he was used to it. Um, but let's go ahead and wrap this up with a rating. So the lowest rating is trash, middle is background noise, and the highest is a banker. So how would you rate the Amazon Prime film Black Box? I would rate Black Box as high background noise. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's amazing. Um, but definitely it's worth a watch. Definitely something that you could play on repeat and not even notice. Um, and put on to come over. I think it's I think it's good. Oh yeah, I think it's really good. I thought you'd go higher, but I I'm gonna go with a low banger. Um I really enjoyed this one. I wish it had more depth. Um and I think that's what you're saying. But um I would yes. say this one is good for the times right now, you know, for you know, Halloween coming up. True Halloween coming up, movie theaters are non existent. Um, this is this is what we're getting. And <laughs> I think for those reasons it is really good. Um I love Felicia Rashad and everything that she does. Um I just do wish there was a little bit more depth for sure, um, in the film. I think had they stretched it out another twenty minutes even to flesh out some things, some repercussions, um going into his own story, um, Nolan's story. Um, I, I would have enjoyed those things most definitely a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. We don't know too much about the actual main character, Nolan, um, besides what people tell us, you know, like the daughter and the friend Gary, um, or even much about the wife that died. Like how did the car wreck happen? Um, maybe we could have gotten some type of parallel between the characters because I, I don't think these characters are uh, similar at all. Right. They couldn't have been more different. And had they been more similar, maybe they wouldn't have, uh, this outcome might not have happened. Um, but it was everything. It was good. I enjoyed it. I thought the little girl did a really good job acting, I think. Yeah, she was really good. Um, she was basically the parent of the house. <laughs> and, you know, to lose your mother and then I I don't know. That's <laughs> she was really grown up about it. Oh, yes. She was. She was definitely a rock. And the part that you know, is heartbreaking. He goes, what am I supposed to do? Just what about Ava? Right. When the mom is telling him to just go back to his old family, she says, you're not her father. I mean, she's like toss her to the side, like she don't even matter. Um, and I'll say that ending whenever they're like yelling at him to wake up and he's fighting with himself or with his conscious version that's not him, and his conscious finally gives up um, the the son of the doctor and just sits in darkness um, and gives up. I think that whole screaming on the outside seems pretty interesting. Um, it felt like they were trying to bring up as much drama in the like hospital room as was in Nolan's head, but 
didn't it felt a little I don't know, felt funny to me. Um that piece was a little funny to happen. Um but other than that, the actual internal struggle that Nolan was going through in his head was pretty interesting. Um and then of course you get the whole the the ending of it where she is fired and she's reported by Gary and loses her license and whatnot. Um and but she does save the consciousness that she downloaded from her son after his fall. Um and Something happens, I guess, with the black box machine, and we get a light that comes out of it, and she goes, I forget her son's name. I for, oh, what's his name? Thomas. 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 That was his name, yeah. She goes, Thomas? And she looks into it, she smiles, and it ends. I think ending like that was the best way this could have happened, because it leaves so much op- in the open, like, is Thomas robotic? Like, can he take over the black box and exist through that? Um, is it playing his memories? Um, can he talk to the machine? We don't. We'll never know because I doubt there'll be a sequel. Um, but that ambiguity ending, um, having things up for debate, I think is a really wise choice. Oh, I th- this, his name is Donald uh, Watkins, who played Thomas. Okay, yeah, give the actor some credit. I think that was a, a good way to end it. I don't think this movie deserves a sequel. I'm not sure what you would really do with it besides try to continue the story with Thomas and his mother. Right. But um, I, I guess she just made a whole bunch of copies of him because there is a part of him that still exists in Nolan behind that closed door in the darkness, I guess, stuck in limbo. Maybe he can return back to Nolan's consciousness and, you know, fight him back. But I mean, that's all up for debate. Maybe. Um, that is, you're right. It's all up for debate. We'll never know. Um, one thing that's interesting that Tori actually pointed out to me is that the version of no, of the the version of Thomas that is in the black box in the file did not experience what the version of Thomas did in Nolan's head because that, that, that was never downloaded. So whatever version this is, she could implant it into someone else and he wouldn't have the same it's like she would know what happened, but this version of Nolan would not. It runs a total recall where you're like a clone and so many clones you forget which clone you are or if you're the original. Um, so which is very dangerous. So she could keep doing this until she's successful. She could yeah. track down whoever his ex-wife falls in love with and trade brains um, once they're married so she can so he can start over. But it's it's really it's a really interesting concept. Downloading someone's consciousness, all of their memories and brain activity. It does, I guess, run a live simulation of that person. Um, but can it really function past those experiences that were downloaded? I don't know if that really makes sense scientifically. Um, you know, probably not in real life, but I know losing your license is a big thing, your medical license, but she should have probably went to prison. Um, she kind of received a slap on the wrist, didn't receive any prison time. Right. She was just fired. That is, That has to be a crime. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I guess maybe because the law isn't written yet, but if anything, negligence, abuse of power, if that's a, I mean, she took a man who was brain dead, who she could have saved, she did save, and brainwashed him technically with hypnosis i mean it or do you know does yeah. no one believe her like we don't even know what the actual charges were brought against her except for malpractice but 
we don't know if it was explained what happened, if no one will ever talk about what happened. I mean, I'm sure scientists, the government will want to, you know, talk to him to fig and talk to um, the doctor to figure out how to replicate this process because it's a big deal. Um, yes, it was wrong, but she broke science. So it's <laughs> that yeah. more should have happened with that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this could be like a connection to inception. You know, you know, living oh out God. your dreams within your head. I mean, if anything, it should have, it should have, there should have been a cut scene at the very end where she's in a uh, a white jumpsuit in chains and is walking slowly, hair's a little torn up, um, sits down at the desk, and they show the camera from behind a man's shoulder and says, "So how'd you do it?" And she laughs and says, <laughs> "Wouldn't you like to know?" Then. Cut to black. Marvel Studios. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that could have been an end credit scene. It could have been an end credit scene, and I think it would have been great. That man's shoulder, Nick Fury. <laughs> she is <laughs> the next big scientist um, in the series, um, a mad scientist um, who's some obscure character from the 70s they're going to make super popular, like the Guardians of the Galaxy, and will have an influential part in the MCU. So, <laughs> I think it's a character called Sandman, but, you know, this could be the role reversal where they have the woman as Sandman. Look at that. I think you're right. I think we just, I think we just made this movie better. <laughs> if only we could work on their, their payroll, but... Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, this is a, this one is definitely a good one. I highly recommend this movie. Um, yes. Definitely for Halloween. It's a nice little one. Nice little tiny horror movie. More like thriller. Definitely. Right, and then once you get past, I mean, that man, you know, that that uh, the backwards man, what they're calling him, um, the contortionist, when he's walking up there backwards, I mean, that was a little freaky, but. Um, <laughs> Once you figure out what it is, it's like, okay, I'm not that scared anymore. It's fine. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I mean, he's not really much of a threat once you figure out exactly what he is. Um, he's, and he's not really he trying to kill anybody. Him, and then he wakes up. He uses a, <laughs> does a pimp slap and, and, and oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's not really trying to kill anybody. So right. it's, it's, it's not really that scary. Um, but anything else? No, I think that does it for me in um, Black Box. Yeah, so um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description. And you can also click the link to be uh, featured on the podcast. So send a message. Thanks for listening.